Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 251st episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. So this week we have something a little different for you. Uh, Sandy, you want to tell the people about your idea? Yeah, so I'm thinking every once in a while, maybe out of necessity or maybe out of serendipity that, you know, we'll have a little story. And I figured it could be cool to keep it short and sweet and tied to just a particular story. Um, I'm not saying that we're going to change the makeup too much, but I think when you have maybe a standalone thing and one of us is traveling or something, you know, you get a you get in the bridge version of us for the week. So you're telling me I can't go on these long rants and we can't change topics seventy three times in one episode? We're gonna have to hold on that for a little bit. Got it. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you a little story about uh New York City neighbors. Uh We've, I've been living here since, uh, gosh, how long has it been? 2016? 2016. I moved in here in 2016 and, uh, or 2017. I'm so old, Reza. Uh, it's hard to keep track. So it it's, really it's, is. Tw- it's almost the end of 2019 now. So I want to say it's 26, I want to say it's 2017. Yeah. Two years ago, you got the movers and everything like that. Yeah. And, uh, haven't really had an issue. Uh, with uh, many of the neighbors the people upstairs tend to move around their furniture quite late at night but thankfully it's not a a too often an occurrence the people next to me like the the couple likes to play their music really loudly sometimes on a loop sometimes not only a playlist but a single song um that's annoying uh, yeah (laughs) that might be the most annoying when that lady gaga movie came out recently oh the stars born yeah like the the main um the main i don't know the song track. but i know exactly what you're talking about yeah uh she was playing that over and over and over again um and then the other neighbor next to me likes to listen to like workout videos and so you can hear like the video going like you know giving her instructions and whatnot but uh it's the neighbor below us that has had a few issues with us now we would get these noise complaints. Um, a long time ago, we'd let Oliver uh, eat out of a, a Kong. Uh, we'd stuff the food in the Kong, and it was his job to toss it around the apartment uh, so that he could work out some energy, right. use his brain a little bit, um, and feeding would take more than 10 seconds. Uh, but because we got a noise complaint from the people below us saying like, hey, it sounds like something's being tossed around. <laughs> Uh, we were like, very, you know what? Very astute of you. That's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what's going on. Uh, we decided, you know, no more of that. You um, said those are different neighbors that that. that I think it was the same complaint? neighbor. Oh, but okay. It, but it's the the neighbor below us, and I think this was the first time um, I had heard from them. Uh, and you know, then we got another noise complaint. Uh, over Christmas, Christmas Eve, uh, Carolyn's parents came into town and Carolyn's parents stopped by the apartment. I wasn't there. Um, and when they left, he supposedly Oliver, who was really attached to Carolyn's parents, just started wailing mm. all night while they were gone. 
and so we got a we got a note about that as well um so we would every once in a while get noise complaints from the people below it was like hey it sounds like you know a ball is being thrown around the apartment uh which was true you know i'd be playing fetch with oliver in the apartment and so we stopped doing that with like a, a rubber ball and then it was maybe we'll use a silent uh squeaker toy uh throw that around the apartment uh but then she's like, it sounds like something is sliding across the floor. Um, and like, yeah, not only is it the silent squeaker toy, but it's also probably Oliver, like, putting the brakes on and just power yeah, sliding. Yeah. Um, and then what else? Uh, we would, most recently, I want to say, like, middle of uh, September or so, we got an email from the management company, again, saying, like, hey, it's, you know, we're getting a noise complaint about a lot of hammering and drilling going on in your apartment. Just so we're clear, our policy is if you are going to have any renovations done or any work done in the apartment, it has to be a certified work order. And, you know, it's always been that way in the past where if we needed anything fixed, anything installed, they would do it for us. Uh, and you just sort of have to go into the system and put in a work order. It's like it's not hard. It's just, it's just something that has to be done. Uh, but funny enough, the day that she's complaining, there's no work being done. So we're like, all right, what are we going to do? This is starting to get absurd. And then I remembered, I was texting Carolyn because Carolyn and I are both at work in different offices, obviously. And I said, hey, why don't we turn on the camera? You know, every once in a while, we'll leave Oliver out. We'll turn the camera on just to get a sense of what he's doing, what he's up to. Yeah. And then when we turn the camera on, we can hear the banging and the drilling. But there's no one in our apartment. And so we're like, oh man, like this is perfect. How do we how do we record this? Right? Um, but the camera that we have doesn't have any recording capabilities part of it. So, you know, I noodled around and we've sort of stumbled across the idea of like, oh well, if iPhone can do a screen record. So if we are sort of uh, streaming the the live feed of the camera. And then once the drilling and the hammering comes back, uh, we'll just record the screen, get the audio, and then we'll send it back. So that's what we did. We waited for a second, and then Carolyn saw a moment where the drilling and hammering was particularly intense, recorded it, and then sent me the file. What I ended up doing was taking that file, appending it to an email, and saying, hey, listen, there's no work order currently in the system for our apartment. We also hear drilling. This is the footage of our empty apartment with the drilling happening. Please advise. Uh, and then I ended up calling the like one of the people in the property management company, uh, one of the heads, and I was like, "Hey, listen, like, what is going on? Because we keep getting noise complaints from the people below us, and um, you know, today is especially tough. And for whatever reason." Um, you know, you guys are, you know, we're getting blamed for something that's not happening. And I need to make sure that they know that it's not the neighbors above them. And then so they go, oh, you know what? It turns out we as a building are doing renovations on two different floors. Reza, one is on the uh, the floor below hers and yeah. one is on the floor above mine. Oh, wow. And so it sounds like it's coming from my apartment from her perspective. Because, but it's so loud that it's it's actually above yours, right? Or do you right. think? I, and that's interesting. So she, 
because she should be hearing what's below her more clearly than what's happening above her. But and I guess she's so agitated at this point that any sound that she's hearing just to her is like, it's you, right? Right. That's what it's, uh, that's how it's coming across at least. And we thought all was good. And then maybe like last week when I came home really late one night from work, uh, there's a letter posted on our door. And it's like, hey, I think it was like a Wednesday or something. They're like, hey, you know, it's from the neighbor below you. Today was, I can actually read it to you. I have it right here. Yeah, go uh, for it. Let me let me pull this up. This is, is this it? Rusting of the paper. I hope that, uh, I hope that Foley work is coming through. Coming through hot and clear. Dear neighbors in 1002, today has been a difficult one with a, with lots of random dog-like noises coming from above my apartment since about 8.30 a.m. Sometime around midday, sounded as if somebody came in and perhaps took the dog, parentheses or dogs, out for a few minutes. Wonderful to have that break. Then the odd noises, like playing with toys, one of which sounds like an electric drill, another like a hammer, scampering across a bare floor, dropping things, resumed. I've never before lived under a dog, and I hope I never do again, with two exclamation points. <laughs> but I signed a lease that goes through next July and would like to get through it, if possible. I don't have the money to pay my way out or any other places to go, so I'd be very grateful for your help. I'm not sure what you can do, but please know that the walls of this building are super thin so that whatever is happening above is clearly heard below. When I saw this apartment, especially knowing there were a couple of other musicians living in the building, I thought, great, I can have a piano. Then the day I moved in, February 2018, I heard footsteps and other movement from the apartment above and realized, no, I couldn't have a piano because it would disturb my neighbors. So I still want a place where I can have a piano, but this is not it. Thank you for your help. It would be nice to meet sometime. Usually easier when we actually know people. All the best, Joan. So... This was the email. Uh, this was the letter that we got. Did she handwrite that? She typed it, but she hand okay. she hand signed it. I'm just curious, really. Okay. Yeah. So I'm at my wit's end when I got this because it's been a long day at work. I'm tired. I haven't eaten dinner yet. I still have work to do when I get home, and uh, now I have to deal with this. So I sent her an email, uh, and I can pull that up as well. You know, sometimes being. Uh, prepared is is good and this is one of those moments uh I'm just going into my scent folder it's loading you know i pay for good internet and uh i just want to load some emails all right great um this is what i read oh this is what i wrote hey joan this is sandy and carolyn your neighbors upstairs we received your note and you're right things are usually easier when we know people we'll both be home tomorrow after 3 p.m and we'll love to meet to get to a better understanding of what you're experiencing so that we can better address the situation we are happy to meet and have this discussion either in the lobby or in our apartment happy to accommodate looking forward to hearing from you oh this was set on thursday at 10:03 p.m and then at 10:18, she responded hi sandy thanks so much for your message i have a meeting at two tomorrow and may not be back here till close to four if you could meet about four, that would be great. I'm not good with dogs, so maybe better to meet either in my apartment or in the lobby. Many thanks and all the best. And then I said, all right, let's just meet at 4 p.m. in your apartment. 
And then she agreed. So Carol and I just started coming up with talking points. Like, you know, we want to make sure we come across as a united front. We don't want to be stepping over each other. We don't want to throw any either of us off guard. So we're like, all right, what do you want to be in charge of? Right? Like, you, you want to come across. Like, we want to look good out here as a unit. You know what I mean? You want to be a team. We want to be a team. We're running the same place. You know? Right. Um, You're up in the same smart tech. Exactly. Like, the audibles are the same for both of us. And so we were discussing, like, all right, what makes sense for you to own? What makes sense for me to own? What do we want to share? What do we not want to share? And, you know, Carolyn was coming uh, back from a meeting and so she was dressed up and I go, you know what? I'm working from home on that Friday. I'll dress up as well. This was the day I think we were. We no, recorded. Is, so because you gave yeah. a little preview to this on the yeah. last episode. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, I was dressed up. Carolyn was dressed up at four o'clock. We head down to the apartment and uh, lo and behold, the website that she used in her sign off in her email showed what she looked like maybe 20 years ago. So when she answered the door, she looked a little bit older than we were expecting. And frankly, she had some sharp features and we were like, oh gosh, this is going to be tough. But, you know, we shake hands, we enter, and it's a really spare apartment. So you remember how my apartment is? It's kind of like a a, a skinny, narrow hallway with a kitchen and then like an open space. Yep. So imagine a very similar setup with hers. Uh, She doesn't have a galley kitchen. She has a kitchenette. Uh, but she still has a very similar layout space-wise. She only has a small desk with a chair and an Apple laptop. She has a sofa and a, a single reading chair. She doesn't have a bed. Um, she, there's not a lot of furniture, and there's no rugs. Where does she sleep? Uh, so we'll get to that. And so we sit down. <laughs> I, I sit with her on the, the three-person couch. Carolyn sits in the quote-unquote comfy chair. As, uh, as Joan put it. And uh, we just started talking. And I think she immediately understood, like, we're not, Carolyn and I are not monsters. We're, we come across as young professionals, you know? We talked about what we do. We talked about our hours. And we sort of got into it. And then the first thing that she says is, you know, she also spoke to one of the managers in of the building. And the manager of the building, unbeknownst to Carolyn and I, gave her an update that the sounds in our building don't always originate where you think they originate which is an interesting concept you would think that a noise above you comes from above you and a noise that comes from below you comes from below you um she uh joan is a voice and movement coach for actors uh, and she is freelancing, so she says she works really odd hours. She has clients all over the world, so sometimes she's up at 3 a.m. And, wow. uh, you know, that's why when she's working home alone during the day, uh, and she hears these dog noises, she says it can be really, uh, just really uh, aggravating, you know, really obnoxious. Um, I see, yeah. I mean, it's generally, like, not conducive to a working environment if you needed to focus and all you heard was, like, banging all day. Right, and, right. And we've certainly uh, experienced that. Uh, there have been weeks, continuous weeks, where there has been construction in our uh, in our neck of the building, we'll call it. Uh, not necessarily on our floor, but maybe above us, a floor or two, and it sounds like they're gut renovating places. So for like hours at a time, they're banging, they're drilling. It's a, 
it's pretty tough. Now, because the manager of the building said that noises don't always originate where you think they do, I think this let Joan sort of become a little bit more empathetic to the fact that maybe the noises aren't coming from us. And so Carolyn was like, why don't you tell us what kind of noises you're hearing? And she was like, you know, I'm hearing a lot of like rustling, running around the apartment, playing with toys that have what sound like an electric motor or like a drilling sound in them. And we're like, you know what? Like our dog is in a crate all day and the dog sleeps for most of the day. And so I don't think it's our dog. Interesting. Do and you have somebody come and walk the dog midday, by the way? We do not. Because I was curious about that. That's what I was curious about when you said that she said that the, the dog, it seemed like somebody took the dog and took him for a walk. And that was the best relief that she got. I was like, I didn't know that you guys did that. And we don't. Okay, then. We have dog walkers on hand in case we need them. But more often than not, we call them on weekends when we're out all day. Um, yeah. But not during the week and surely not on the day that she thought it happened. Um, and then in one moment when she sort of let us know, you know, we're starting to like get to know each other a little bit. She tells us she's a voice and movement coach for, for actors. She like started to do like these like operatic scales with her voice. And she has an incredible voice. And then that triggered a memory. I've always heard somebody singing opera in the shower. But what's interesting is I thought it was from the upstairs neighbor. That's crazy. And it sounds like it's coming like directly above me. Yeah. But it's coming from her. And so I wondered, this is a pre-war building. This building that we live in used to be a hotel. And so they changed it. They renovated it from a hotel to apartment buildings. And I'm wondering, like, how much space is there in between each unit, you know, in between the floors? Yeah. You know, is it like, it doesn't sound like it's concrete in between the floors. It's not a modern building like that. It's not concrete. Um, it sounds like it's wood. And if that means it's wood, like, is there space in between the wood? Or is sound bouncing in a certain way where it's like the sound bounces past us and then ricochets back towards us in a way? Um, I think thankfully because she uh, she met us and then we talked about it. Uh, she understood that it most likely isn't coming from us and that, you know, it might be nicer this way because you can put a face to a name to, like, reach out in case something happens so we can have, like, a, a healthier relationship. She signed a two-year lease. We're not looking to stay here that much longer after the lease is done. Yeah. Um, but uh, sort of a, a much nicer end to the story than we thought it was going to be. We thought it was going to be a knockdown drag out kind of thing. That's good. That's great. Mm-hmm. That sounds like possibly the best outcome that could have come from this. Yeah. I mean, I'm there's... glad you guys are able to keep, you know, stay level head with it. It's really frustrating, especially in your position. It's like, well, you know, I under, so I don't know if you remember way back in the day when I was living in an apartment with Will, mm-hmm. we had, we had a neighbor who was, who would like stomp on the ground because they would hear stuff from our apartment and it'd be like midday or like, you know, at some in some instances, it'd be like 5 p.m. It's like we just got back in from work, hanging out, like maybe watching TV or something, and they start stomping on the ground. And apparently, it was like you know they were they were trying to study or whatever it was. I think they put a note on our door. We tried to talk with them. They didn't answer their door. Um, but it's like frustrating. It's like well, you know, it's it's not really a quiet hour right now. So 
what can we do to fix this? Right. I also like, don't, what you is, know, you don't, and, and in your, in your scenario, it's like, it didn't seem like you're doing anything at all. <laughs> so the expectation there is up for debate, right? Like what is the appropriate expectation for noise midday? Exactly. And is it relatively higher than what it is at night? And I know that different people have different schedules. And so you try and be, you know, rather accommodating to people. But you also have to have, like, what is the, what's the expectation? And, like, what are we beholden to that's reasonable so that, you know, you're not forced to curtail your lifestyle based on somebody else's mood and vice versa? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's a, that's a quick story I want to tell you. And I'm yeah. happy that it has the ending that I was able to share with. Awesome. I appreciate you telling it. The All first right. time, the first uh, story time episode. Yeah, the first adult New York City neighbor moment. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's Close it off here then, right? Let's do it. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week.